Well, good morning. We're on. Whoa. That was awful. <laughs> Not that old yet. Uh, so, yeah, part just real briefly, part of our plan, most of you guys, if you spend, you know, for in communication, know that Karen and I spend a lot of time in Florida, pretty much every vacation, a good part of most summers. And uh, our hope, our hope, our plan, and we all know our plans don't always work, is to spend, kind of just flip the whole thing, like spend that kind of time here in our off seasons um, and be here a lot. But I did ask her to take pictures of me while I was preaching, just in case. <laughs> but sounds like I'll get a chance to do this a few more times. Uh, so what, what uh, oh, quick announcement. Scott shared uh, this with me this morning. I don't know if you guys remember, maybe two weeks ago, uh, got up and shared a quick story of John O'Green. Um, in Alaska, who was battling the elements out of propane, like you said, snow up over his head. Just, just. And anyway, you, uh, Scott had talked to him um, this last week and just said, just miracle after miracle. He found some, like in a back shed, found like a half a can of propane, got him through whatever stretch he needed to go through. And um, I think either Scott can probably fill you in on some of the details of that. Um, so anyway, he just was very grateful, thankful for our prayers and um and he has pulled through, but the winter's not over. So let's keep praying for him. Uh, so what we're going to do this morning, a little, little different. It's um, something Mark White and I um, worked on a little bit in the last week and a half or so. Uh, putting together, I guess, liturgy might be the best way to describe this. And the focus is on uh, how God reveals himself through nature. And um, I actually want to share something that's the so we don't find ourselves following in this direction, share one verse from Daniel uh, that might lead us to the contrary. And um, this is where we do not want to end up this morning. And the verse is from uh, Daniel chapter 5, uh, verse 23. And it says, you praised the gods of silver and gold or and of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which cannot see or hear or understand. But you did not honor the God who holds his hand holds in his hand your life and all your ways. So as we go through this, uh, the point is God, God reveals himself through nature. Nature is not God. Nature is not to be worshipped. But we can look to the things that he's created uh, as he reveals himself. Um, I think anybody who teaches up here would agree that God does reveal himself to us in a variety of ways. And one is through his creation. And through his word, uh, through his Holy Spirit, oftentimes through just personal revelation. Um, and then, of course, through his son, Jesus Christ, where he really reveals his character to us. So uh, today we're going to focus mostly on God's creation. So what we're going to do is I'm going to share a verse, a thought, a reflection, maybe a story. I wrote a little short after each story, as I'm looking through my notes, make sure I don't <laughs> get into every little detail of the story. But something that makes the point. And then followed with a song that matches that. And uh, we're going to go through uh, that. And we're going to start with this. So let me pray first and we'll get rolling. So Father, I do thank you and I praise you for this world you've created, Lord. Though we recognize by looking at the news, there's a lot of ugly in it. But God, there's a, so much more beauty. And help us to recognize that. Uh, I pray that the, the way you might use me up front here today is to just inspire to people, to, and myself included, to, to look around a little more often and to see you and to see things about your character that are revealed in the things that you've made. So I just pray for your blessing over these moments up here. 
And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So the first verse, um, Romans 1.20. And I've shared this, and I think I've even shared this before, telling you this is kind of a theme in my classroom. And for you guys who don't know me, I'm a sixth grade uh, science teacher over at Oaks Christian and have been in Christian education for quite a long time, teaching science. And this has become my theme through the years. And it says this. It says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. So the basis of that is God does show himself through the things he's made. We need to just take the time and look. So again, as a, as a teacher of young, young people, uh, what I ask of them is, is that as we go through the various lessons in a science class, little 11 and 12-year-olds, is getting into a habit of taking a moment, stopping and looking and recognizing the things that God has created. And though I'm not much of a mountain man, um, look through look for some pictures just to kind of remind us of just looking at some of the things, how at the end or beginning of the day, the beauty of a sunrise or a sunset and um, how each new day brings about new new opportunities for grace and for forgiveness and a, a new life. So um, I'm going to start with that. And guys are going to lead us. I'm going to get out of the way. Sing this with us. This is God is so good. And God is so good.
over to Karen just then. I said, hey, if I stand up, everybody else will, huh? Um, so let's do this. <laughs> whatever your t- normal place of worship, whether that's sitting, standing, whatever, when we go into song mode, do that. Just whatever you're comfortable with, okay? So um, the second little portion of scripture I'd like to share is from Psalm 19. And it says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. Yet they have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. So the song we're going to sing in a moment or two, uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that um, when Mark, at least when I first heard this song that he wrote and recorded, I was going through, and he was actually helping me walk through this a little bit, uh, the deepest, darkest, like like when you read Psalms and uh, David talks about like, God, where are you? And just this severe feeling of absence of God in my life. And... Um, Anyway, we were on a little family trip down in down in Baja, and uh, and I was I was struggling. I had the kids, and of course my wife, and we're together. I'm trying to keep all this together. And, and actually, my prayer was like, please. Oh, oh no! Um, don't let this trickle down to my kids, because I, I just know I know it's something that God was taking me through, which meant it's it, it's got to end. And anyway, I was desperate, and I remember laying out. Um, on the beach at night uh, down there in Mexico and uh, looking up at the stars and the sp- stars did not say a word. I looked at them and there was such order to what I saw. Now being kind of a science guy, I'm looking at that going, of course there's order. Look at this. I, I can tell you a year from now where that star is going to be at this time of night. And anyway, I just saw this incredible, like I've never seen before, this this order of the universe. And it just spoke. It was like God was speaking through that saying, hey, it doesn't matter. I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you feel like right now. I have gone nowhere. I'm here. I'm showing myself to you. And it was super profound. And it was very deep. And so... I share that story just 
I have to assume when a group of people gather together, there's someone in that place. And just my encouragement as we sing this next song is that that God, that God is there. We may not always see, may not always hear, but he's going to let you know that his spirit is there. Um, you know, like I said, it was just a, a time where no, the best counseling, the best words could not heal me. It's like God had to show me something, and he did that night. So let's sing this song. Oh, actually, this is more of a, I don't know, whatever Mark wants to do with this one. <laughs> I watched you go through that time, Mr. Renner. I was really proud of you. <clears throat> you find out a lot about a person when they go through something really serious, you know, and really deep. And, uh, you know, God was with you and he brought you through it. It's, it's awesome. I'm not a great surfer, but every now and then, I have a good day, and uh, I wrote this song after a really good day surfing. I came up onto the beach, and I, I asked like five different groups of people if they had a pen. Do you have a pen? Do you have a pen? I need a pen. Do you have a pen? And finally, I found this family from somewhere other than here, uh, and they had a pen. And uh, so I wrote, I wrote this, and... It's, it's just about the life of the Lord, you know? Jesus said he's the way and the truth and the life. And when you know him as the way, and then he shows you a bunch of truth, and he sets you free, you get to walk in his life, and it's, it's just a beautiful thing. Skies painted blue through white, tell me just how great you are. Man's lines cut across Yours with their arrogance Can't they feel the resistance As they fly Don't they know the direction Of the wind Water touches rock with great intention. Distance traveled just to break upon my beach. My breath is taken with your beauty. What is happening here is a miracle And words fall short And lips fall silent Hushed Have to admit 
don't know everything You came and touched me once and I am still amazing what times like that though we're not there times like that take you closer to wherever there is that's that's rough thank you um i love this one because it makes me sound smart um (laughs) so from colossians 1 um let me read this it says the sun is the image of the invisible god the firstborn over all creation for in him all things were created Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So, like I said, this is going to make me sound really stupid or really smart. But um, I don't know anything about quantum physics. I'm a biologist, but in my short little stint teaching some physical science, I remember coming upon quarks and there are you can show your hands anybody familiar with quarks q-u-a-r okay we got a few so <laughs> just go with <laughs> so there's there's six quarks and what, uh, what quarks are actually i'm going to read something off my phone here in a second because i couldn't do this on my own uh but here's what i recall is when i was teaching about quarks which is these little subatomic particles this is what protons and neutrons are made out of and Anyway, there are all these funny names, up, down, strange, charm. There are six of them, these strange names. And it's a mystery what holds these things together. As most of us know, I shouldn't say it that way. If you didn't know, uh, if you take a couple of magnets, you take the two positive sides of a magnet, they will repel each other. And in the depths of these, down at the nucleus of an atom, there are particles which should be repelling each other, yet they don't. And they call it the strong force. 
no better name. It's just the strong force that holds these things together. So let me read this. I hope it's not too long. No one really ha knows what happens inside an atom, but two competing groups of scientists think they've figured it out, and both are racing to prove their, that their own vision is correct. Here's what we know for sure. Electrons whiz around orbitals in an atom's outer shell. Then there's a whole lot of empty space, and then right in the center of that space, there's a tiny nucleus, a dense knot of protons and neutrons that give an atom most of its mass. These protons and neutrons cluster together, bound by, together by what's called the strong force. And the numbers of those protons and neutrons determine whether the atom's iron, oxygen, xenon, or whether it's radioactive or stable, okay? Still, no one knows how these protons and neutrons, together known as nucleons, behave inside of an atom. Outside an atom, protons and neutrons have definite sizes and shapes. Each one of them may, is made up of three smaller particles called quarks. And the interactions between those quarks are so intense that no external force should be able to deform them, not even powerful forces between particles in a nucleus. But for decades, researchers have known that the theory is in some way wrong. Experiments, experiments have shown that inside a nucleus, protons and neutrons appear much larger than they should be. Physicists have developed two competing theories that try to explain this weird mismatch, and the proponents of each are quite certain that the other is incorrect. Both camps agree, however, that whatever the correct answer is, it must come from a field beyond their own. Okay, for one more paragraph. But over time, scientists have come to believe it's a size issue. For some reason, protons and neutrons inside the heavy nuclei act as if they are much, much larger. Okay, just repeating that part. Much larger than they would be outside the nuclei. Researchers call this phenomenon the EMC effect, the European Muon Collaboration, the group that accidentally discovered it. It violates existing theories of nuclear physics. We are held together by this, just at the, at the atomic level. We are held together by some mysterious force that violates existing theories of nuclear physics. I got that from space.com, by the way. Um, the final verse of what I read a second ago, speaking of Jesus, he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. It's just awesome. stand for this one. Lord of all creation, water, earth, and sky, the heavens are your tabernacle. Glory to the Lord on high. God of wonders beyond
150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. 
Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and the pipe. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. How we worship, I don't think is of great consequence. Um, Sometimes we are very full and we're excited and coming before the Lord in worship, hands extended, we're jumping, we're shouting for joy. Sometimes we barely come crawling to the cross. But regardless of what you feel like, God's call to us is everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. Uh, Psalm 103 verse 1 says this. It says, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And the truth is, sometimes there's a lot in me. And I, I got a lot of breath. And I can praise and I can worship hard. We all can. Sometimes the gas, the, the little light's going on. You don't know how many more miles you got. We're running on fumes, but God, true to his words, not going to let you go. And his invitation to us is, is that all that is within me, even if it's just a little bit, come before me and worship. Come before me and worship. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. It's a little bit of a worship calisthenics uh, workout today. Right, you guys ready? Let's do, uh, let's, got, a f- got a few more. Every time we, every time we sing a song to the Lord or say a prayer to the Lord, it's a beautiful thing. He hears it and he, he loves it. He loves our praises. He loves our lives. And he loves us as we live before him. Everything that, everything that, Everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Everything that, everything that, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Everything that, everything that, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Everything that, everything that, everything that. Praise you every season of the soul. If we could see, if we could see how much your worth, your power, your might, your endless love, surely we would never cease to praise. Everything that, everything that, everything. Praising you forever and a day. Praise you on the earth now. 
join with creation, calling all the nations to your friends. If they could see, if they could see how much your work, your power, your might, your endless love, but surely they would never cease to. time out I have to assume in a group like this there's a couple people who's um, if not more than that feel like the gas tank is empty so I just want to pray for you guys and then we'll continue Lord I pray in the name of Jesus that if there's anybody here this morning who just feels like you're not there anymore I just pray that you would um, just touch their hearts and if it is not time to fill them then, Lord God, at least let them know that you are walking with them and you're taking through them through something that is of value, that's of worth, and it's going to be gold in the end. I just pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Oh. <laughs> oh, this one has a little bit of a confession. Okay. <laughs> so Psalm 33 says this. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. So revere, root word of reverence, is honoring and 
seeing God and being amazed once again. And I just have to confess, there have been stretches of time, and I'm far from being a world traveler, but I've gotten to see some pretty cool places in Mexico and Hawaii and Florida and, of course, California. And to the point of kind of being jaded. And like, huh, yeah, it's a sunset. That's cool. Kind of move on, you know, like in passing. And it's like, are you serious? But yeah. Um, there was a day, though, uh, three, or f- three or so summers ago where uh, uh, Michael Galate, friend of ours, and Shane and I were down in Mexico and had my little boat that used to be parked in the corner there. And it was too windy for us to go outside of the bay down in Bahia de Los Angeles, down in Mexico. And so we stayed inside the bay where it was real glassy, and we saw these two little points, but sticking this high out of the water, uh, maybe about 50 yards away, and just moving like this. Here, I'll do it with my hands, so maybe it tells you what we saw. And it was the, the dorsal and the, co- the tail fin of a, of a whale shark. And so we got to putter over to it, and we took turns jumping in the water, just being near it. And water was super murky. It was not like that. I did not take that picture. Uh, tons of plankton in the water. And he's just there with his mouth. They're plankton eaters. And um, um, anyway, I, I jumped in and couldn't see anything. And then out of the, out of the murk came this <laughs> image. And for the first time in a really long time, I went, <gasps> because I had never been that close to something of such magnitude especially in the ocean, and as it swam by me. And actually, <laughs> besides how cool that was, what actually caught my attention was my... Because <sighs> for the first time in a long time, like I'd been amazed again. And there was, there was such reverence in that. Not of the whale shark, but it's just, again, that sense like God has created. And I don't know if we're singing a nature song later on, but if Jesus says, hey, if you aren't going to worship, I'm gonna, rocks are going to worship. And if you can't muster up enough reverence and awe in what I've created, the rocks themselves will cry out. So um, that's, that's, that's my encouragement. If, if you've lost the, the sense of amazement, is look around and be amazed again. And if you can't do that yourself, ask God to help you out. We are singing nature song. And well, that works. And mountain bow down and see Christ's day. The wind thunders like a voice.
God has created an incredible universe, yet the prize of his creation is us. And so 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone and the new is here. And the picture that goes with this I thought of I got to paddle once from Molokai to Oahu with several other guys. I know Locke and Tony Hotchkiss have done this. And I had a partner. And as you paddle across, when you have a partner, there's times when you do a board exchange. And you're in the middle. It's 32 miles. You're 16 miles. You're in the middle of the ocean between two islands, two peaks sticking above the ocean floor. And uh, when you do these exchanges, you guy jumps in the water and you paddle up to him. You kind of roll off your board as he rolls on and... You have an escort boat, but there's a lot of paddlers in the water. So the escort boat has to go all the way around. And, and I remember being out there in the middle. I'm not like, I am pretty literally in the middle of the ocean. And looking down, and I remember just turning to a dark, dark purple and seeing these little flashes of light, little plankton sunlight hitting it. I would much rather be there than be dropped off in the middle of that. 
So that's kind of hard for me to swallow. But yet at the same time, that is God's pinnacle of his creation right there. And that's where we're called to be is around people and to live and serve as new creations. And that's the hardest. I'm just speaking for myself. Some of you guys be very comfortable right there. I'm more comfortable in front of all of that than in the middle of it. This is, honestly, this is easier uh, for me. Um, so we are, we are invited to a place to become a new creation in him um, by just simply placing our hope and our trust in him. And he will turn it, he will make us into a new creation. And uh, so we'll finish with that as far as uh, reading scripture. I know we've got a few more songs. But the, actually, I'm going to finish with a prayer real quick. So, Lord, I just thank you for being able to have some time here and um, just have us all walk through the beauty of what you've made. And, and in the end, Lord, it is us that you love. You love us so much that you sent your son, Jesus, to pour out his blood on a cross because of the, the foolish things we do in our life, Lord, the sin in our lives. And Jesus, I thank you that you did that for us, that we can become new creations every day. Helps to take that seriously and reverently as we look around this world and appreciate this creation of yours, Lord, but help us to appreciate you most and to honor you with our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Mm-hmm.